0: All right. It is three thirty. We're going to get ready to get started here. We're so grateful that you're here with us. Welcome um, to this class. It's, we've had an incredible conference. Your mind must be mush like most of us, so this should be a fun and engaging afternoon. Let's go to God in a word of prayer before we do anything else. Welcome to everyone that's joining us online. Welcome to everyone that's here in person. Let's pray. Our God and Father, thank you for your love, thank you for your grace, thank you for your compassion. God, we know you love all of us, and you love all who are not yet born, who are coming ahead of us. God, we just pray that by your grace and mercy, you'd give us great wisdom and insight, that your Holy Spirit would direct this conversation so that truly the things that we learn here will help us to be more like you in this world. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Uh, my name's Will Archer, and this is my brother Marcus Thomas, and uh, Marcus is my co-collaborator uh, in, in this journey, in this class, but also just in life, and just so incredibly grateful for him and his wife. Uh, we're both a part of the Potomac Valley Church, and we're here to here, let's go, Pova, and uh, we're here to talk to you about 10 billion, why social media matters. In Mark 13, it says and the gospel must first be preached to all nations. We are at the most incredible, the most dynamic time in human history. If ever there was a time that we could fulfill what we see in scripture, that we could live and see it fulfilled, this is the time that it could happen. And that is because we are currently in the greatest communication shift in 500 years. Every 500 years, Christianity takes a a massive leap. Just about a little over 500 years ago, we had the Protestant Reformation. We had the introduction of uh, the printing press. And our world moved from a world that was based on images. Most people are learning about faith by looking at pictures, whether in a church building or pictures that they saw, to a world of words. Right now, we live in a world where we have words and we have pictures And we have pictures with words that move. I mean, it is really pretty amazing what's happening in the world right now. And uh, this is an incredible time to spread the gospel. And we get to be alive right now. I've been a Christian for 28 years. And I got to tell you, I'm really excited about the next 28 years. And what God is going to do and what God is doing in the world. In the book of Chronicles, it says that we need to be like the men of Issachar in 1 Chronicles 12, 32, who understood the context of the world we live in and what we should do. Here's our context. It's 2022, 28 years from now. There will be 10 billion people on this planet. Every year, 80 million new people souls join our planet 80 million understanding this has radically changed our posture as a church and we want to offer today in this class that you should consider how it changes your posture as you think about the world you know we're really blessed um, during the pandemic God allowed us uh, to be able to get two church buildings for our two regions and the very first thing we did when we opened up our church building was we started a preschool to start with kids from the age of two because and where our preschool serves kids from two to five Um, teaching them the bible using with the brain in mind because our prayer is that those two-year-olds by the time they're 30 years old the formation of their faith will be prepared for the world that they live in in the scriptures Proverbs 21.1, it says, and this is in the message version, good leadership is a channel of water, It is a channel of water controlled by God. He directs it to whatever end he chooses. We can talk to you about how to improve your social media, and we're definitely here to be able to share what we're learning, and we're constantly learning. We can talk to you about strategy, but truthfully, all of what's happened and all of what will truly be transformative is only what God does are you malleable to the Holy Spirit being able to take you to wherever the Holy Spirit wants to take you in the world that we live in it requires that we are leaders that we are men and women entrusted and invested in by God with his Holy Spirit who are able to be directed wherever he chooses now we live just 20 minutes, uh, 20 miles uh, south of, of Washington D.C. Uh, 60% of our congregation, almost 70% are active or retired military, and so uh, in our world, acronyms mean a lot. So if if if, if you like acronyms, you're going to like this lesson. And uh, the Army War College actually came up with this acronym VUCA at the end of the Cold War, and what VUCA stands for is volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And they said the world that we uh, were entering into at the end of the Cold War and the world that exists today, the world that you see on social media, the world that we just have experienced during the pandemic, the world that's on your phone and the world that we're living in is a world that is volatile. It is a world that is uncertain. It is a world that is complex. It is not simple. It is very complex. And there's a fog of war. It is ambiguous. As you engage on social media, you're engaging in a world that is volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. What do you do with that? And what they advise, and a number of futurists have advised, is that if you face a world, if you face conditions where you cannot know exactly what to do and where to go because things are complex, this is how you engage in that world. You engage with a cruciformed approach. You need to engage in a volatile world with vision. You have to have a clear vision. It's important that you communicate understanding, that you communicate empathy. It's important that you're clear. Now, that's, this, is really, this is really quite interesting because even if you're incorrect, if you're loud and you're clear, people will follow incorrect, loud, clear directions. They really will. It is quite interesting. And we've seen that. So it's important for the church of Jesus Christ. It's important for us as disciples of Jesus to understand that we need to make our vision clear. Our vision is to spread the gospel all over the world. Because we know that the only answer, the only answer in our world is Jesus. The singular answer. There is no other name by which men or women may be saved. There's no other answer. There are no political solutions. And I am friends with lots of politicians, like actual, real, eat with you, know your children friends, with Republican and Democratic politicians. And I tell them to their face, and I tell them in a crowd, and you can watch it right here. They don't have any solutions. And I respect them. The only answer is Jesus. We actually have the only answer. We have something greater than a vaccine, we have the cure. So you've got to be clear, clear vision, but you also have to communicate understanding. Many young people growing up in our world today, and not so young people, do not feel understood. Now let me be clear, there's a difference between me understanding what you feel and me agreeing with it. There are overwhelming amount of things that people say that I do not I fundamentally do not agree. But I always want you to know that I'm listening. I always want you to know that I care. I always want you to know that the church is a safe place to have real conversations. And that's why I'm so inspired about the theme of this conference, Cruciformed, because as a church we've really sought to, to embrace this and in our social media, we've sought to communicate this. That we extend our arms to those on the right as much as we do to those on the left, that this is our posture, that we don't pick sides, that we're impartial, but we are also clear about our conviction. The last thing is not only do we need to communicate vision and understanding and have clarity of message, we have to be agile. You have to be responsive. The world is changing. We cannot tell you what to do with your social media, exactly, because we are learning today in real time. We can tell you what we've learned. We can tell you what worked back in 2020 and 2021, but the landscape is changing. And so you've got to be like water. It's like, you know, when I was growing up, I had the Bruce Lee shoes. And I don't know if any of you guys are Bruce Lee fans, but Bruce Lee said you've got to, you have to be like water. You've got to be responsive. You've got to be agile because the world is changing. And as Christians, the way that we get that agility is that we trust God and we listen to the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit. It is following the fire by night and cloud by day that leads us forward. Now, I just want to tell you a little bit of good news and why it really matters. In 2020, we had 1,800 followers uh, on Instagram. Today, August 2022... We have 41,200 followers on Instagram, which is what that means for context. Is there were times during the pandemic where we were talking to a million people in a week, sharing scriptures, sharing good news, sharing what we're learning. Now, that's awesome, great to share that. Why does that matter? Here's why. In Matthew 9, and I want to invite you if you have your Bible, I still believe in paper Bibles and also in digital Bibles. And I got lots of love for both. Amen? Anybody going to say amen for the paper Bible? Okay. Anybody say amen for the digital Bible? All right. All right. All right. Once they both read the same and you can read them, that's what matters. So, and definitely we need to be reading our Bibles. Amen? Matthew 9, 35. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest fields. Make no mistake about it. People don't know which way to go. They don't. This is not hypothetical. We are real world living out the scripture the answer is workers and what's amazing is we can do real work we can do things we've never done before. I remember when I was a young Christian in New York we'd go out and share our faith with a hundred people and that was epic I remember I shared my faith with a hundred people while being on a date with a sister for twelve hours it was great she never went on another date with me but someone did become a Christian it was really awesome it was real crazy. <laughs> welcome, welcome, and uh, but today, you can share your faith with a thousand people today, and what you post online will live on for people that will read your post or find your curated content twenty eight years from now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. This perspective changed our perspective. I love our family. I've been a part of this fellowship for 28 years and I care about the considerations of a hundred thousand people but I want to challenge us as a group here to think about the community that you live in my community I live in Prince William County it's the second largest jurisdiction in Virginia it's Virginia's first majority Minority County, there are 500,000 people. When I post anything online, I think first, how does this connect with that 500,000 people? How does it connect with the people in Stafford and Fredericksburg and King George? How does it connect with the hundreds of millions of people that are online? So we always strive and we communicate it to our church to strive that our content needs to provide sound information. It needs to be inspirational and it needs to provide sound instruction. If it doesn't meet that standard, don't post it. Don't share it. If it does, now just having said that, we've made a ton of mistakes. If you have any criticisms about what we've done, please bring those criticisms to me. Don't bring them to Marcus. Bring the encouragement to Marcus and the criticisms to me. We, we've not always got it right, but that's what we're seeking to do. But why does social media matter? I can tell you why it's mattered for us, and I pray this encourages you. In the past two years, we've literally reached millions of people. We're also able to be able to mobilize people in our local community to get 12,000 people. Everyone in our church that wanted a vaccine and everyone in our community that wanted a vaccine, we're able to put a landing page on our website and be able to help our neighbors to get vaccinated and our friends to get vaccinated. We're able to invite people to church and 1,000 people came to church this past Easter, um, which was amazing. Point, Just so you guys know, uh, about 24 of those were democratic and republican politicians and their families who do not all agree with each other but came to church and ate together because they saw what we're about and as we're going through the pandemic many of them would reach out to me privately and have real conversations because they saw that we didn't take sides or at least that was their perspective that we didn't take sides we also were able to work with our local community efforts where we we helped to to um uh, put together a nonprofit in our local community and, uh, and we uh, call the Human Service Alliance and we're able to work with 26 other organizations to distribute three million dollars worth of CARES funds. We personally helped to distribute in in Potomac Valley $450,000 worth of CARES funds which helped 200 families to stay in their homes. What's the connection to social media? People saw that we cared Our local elected officials and our community members saw that we cared, and we were also able to let people who needed help know where to go to for help. That positioned us to be a resource in our community. Social media matters because people are listening, people are looking, and they are looking for God like never before. I know it's scary to engage in social media. It's scary to engage online, but I want to remind you, if the highest aim of a captain were to preserve his ship he would keep it in port forever. If you don't want anyone to say anything bad about you then you just don't say anything. But if you want to help people and you want to be like Jesus and follow the, the scriptures you've got to be prepared to leave the shores. Many of you are those who prepared and have left the shores. Many of you have been on the sidelines trying to make sense. If you should say something Look, you're going to mess up. You're messed up. I'm messed up. We're messed up people. But I want to encourage us. This is the moment. And for me, what motivates me, what wakes me up in the morning is this desire to spread the gospel to 3 billion people that are not yet born. And that's what gets me excited about the next 28 years. That's what informs how we seek to build in our local congregation I'm super grateful one of our elders is here. Tom Martin and his wife. Um, Aileen's here because they know that's what we're all about. We're trying to really serve and meet the needs of people. I want to encourage you. Leave the shores and engage with people. Amen? Amen. Leaders are learners. If you're going to have a VUCA mindset, one that embraces vision, understanding, understanding, you know, a, a real clarity of message and agility of response. You've got to be a learner. What I've done personally and what we've done as a church is I've invested in being a student. I, I, I went through a one-year uh, session in our local community. As I told you, I live in Prince William, called Leadership Prince William, studying what's going on in our local community. Um, studying, getting to know the demographics in our community, getting to know where the pockets of poverty are, getting to know the key issues, getting to know the key policymakers so that I can engage with them and we can engage with them as a church and we can speak to what's going on. You never want to give a baker bread. So we didn't want to go in and just give people what they already had. We want to be able to go in and serve people, but make no mistake, if you don't say anything, you may have the best burger But like the McDonald's brothers, it will only be limited to those who know where to find it. Now is the time for us to spread the gospel like never before. If you're going to have that approach, I do want to remind you of this. And this is a a quote that I learned when I was 12 years old. This is hard work. The heights of great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, We're upward toiling through the night. It is the steady toil. It is a steady work that you do day in and day out. It is the post. It is taking the time to make sure that the content is good. It's taking the time to make sure that the content is is clear. It's taking the time to follow up on the comments that people uh, respond. It's taking the time to engage with people and get to know people. Uh, Every post and every comment is a person that's engaging with you. And some of those engagements are negative, but how you respond like a Christian tells people a lot about who you are. Now some stuff you just don't need to respond to. So you don't need to respond to everything. You don't need to get caught up in that. And Marcus can give you lots of advice about that. He's an expert at doing this. But I do want to commend all of us and encourage all of us. Everything that we're describing in this class is not the product of our genius or our creative ability It is a product of the grace of God, the movement of the Holy Spirit, but also the work of many people who put in a lot of time over a long period of time working steadily through the night. It's the work that no one sees that makes all the difference. The last thing I'll say as I talk about this is in as much as you need to present great content online, you've got to make sure that your heart is right before God and that what you're communicating is who you are. You don't need to communicate like you're a big church if you're a little church. Speak for who you are. Be who you are where you are. You know, I think about Acts chapter 2 and how God chose that in Acts chapter 2 something so radical would happen in Acts 2 that was such a repudiation of what had happened in the Tower of Babel. In the Tower of Babel, it was one voice, one language. But in Acts chapter 2, it was one message, but multiple languages. People got to hear the word of God spoken in their own native languages. Please understand, the language of your community is important for you to be able to understand. We speak one message, but we've got to be willing to speak to people where they are and also speak from our place in terms of where we are. So I hope that's helpful for you. There's a lot more that we can share, but I'm just preparing the way for Marcus to be able to come up and really talk to you so much more about how we have a passion to reach 10 billion people. And we pray that you join us in this effort because social media truly matters.